0: Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. Let's jump in. Hello! Welcome back to the Market Beautifully Podcast. This is episode number five, and I am so glad you are tuning in today. If you are a freelancer or own a service-based business, this one is for you. You probably deal with a lot of clients on a daily basis, and some of those clients may be a little difficult to work with. I understand more than anyone. A potential client means potential money, and we all have families to provide for. But sometimes it is worth it to just say no to a client. I used to run a blog and a web design business for about a year and a half, as well as designing brands for businesses. I loved it. I loved working with all my clients so much. Maybe not all of them. Okay, I, w- I loved working with the majority of my clients, but it was overwhelming and I made a lot of mistakes that I learned from, but mainly that the service-based business model was not for me. But being able to get to the point in your business where you know who's going to be a good client to work with and who is going to be a not-so-great client to work with is extremely beneficial. Identifying the warning signs of a different client is very important for you and your sanity. Oh, and don't feel obligated to take on every client that is willing to pay your fee or service. Sometimes it's just really not worth it. Time is money, and difficult people take up a lot more of your time, which in turn ends up being more money. So that means that you're going to be less profitable. Let's identify these crazies, and then I'll let you in on two awesome examples of phrases that you can use to replicate for these not-so-great clients or potential clients that you have or will have in the future. So the first warning sign is the style they like may not be stylish. Sometimes a potential client may have a completely different style than you. And that's okay. Of course, your style is incredible and one of a kind. I know that if I saw your style, I would absolutely love it. But not everyone is going to fall in love with it. Some people may be blind. You can't help that. Your uniqueness is what makes your business attractive to so many people. So don't let their definition of style affect your business these are the people that are very hard to please. Not because they are unable to be pleased, but because you are unable to give them the style they want, which is not your fault. It is worth it to avoid the headache and re- just refer them to someone else with a similar style than to just have someone make you feel like what you do is not good enough for them. Because what you do is extraordinary, and I want you to believe that within every fiber of your being. So don't take on clients that don't like your style or that show interest in a style that's just completely different than what you can provide because again what you do is extraordinary so warning sign number two they need to pull out their wallet if they can't pay their down payment before you even start the project then they won't pay any payment you ask them to in the future i learned this the hard way so you just have to step back and give them a solid date be firm and upfront, not too pushy but definitely be firm and stand your ground You need to make sure that you get paid when you need to get paid. We all have bills at the end of the month. They have bills at the end of the month, but your service and your time is worth that money. So I know this is a sore subject because most freelancers really struggle with this issue because whenever you are providing a service, that service comes so easy to you. I mean, you are amazing at that service. So you may not think that the time spent is worth it to be paid for it. But I just want to tell you right now that it is. Be confident in your ability to provide them an end product or end result that is worth the time you spend on it. Your time is so, so valuable and you deserve to be paid for the time you spend working for someone else. Warning sign number three, you only get 24 hours in a day. There are only 24 hours in a day, and you have to sleep, girl. If you currently have a crazy amount of clients, do not take on another one. When I first started my web design business, I would keep piling on more clients, thinking surely I could pull it off. And most of the time, I did pull it off, but by pulling off the insanely large client load, I missed moments with my husband, family, and friends. I look back and kick myself in the foot because my priorities were not where they should have been. I hated missing those moments, and I hate myself for missing those moments. My solution to this problem was to create a waiting list. This is such a simple solution, but you would laugh pretty hard at how long it took me to implement something this simple. Another solution I had was to set a maximum capacity number. So during one period, I could only have four clients at a time. I would set due dates for each client, and once the due date had been reached and the project was over, I was able to pull from my waiting list or simply add another, however I chose to do so. This ended up being a great help when I needed some balance in my life. I hope you are not in the same place I was when I was doing this insane juggling act, But if you are, please create a waiting list. It helped me so much. And also, whenever someone comes to you and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm actually full right now, but I do have a waiting list and would love to work with you. If this available date works for you, you can sign up for my waiting list right here. That is so professional, and it shows that, wow, she's really desired and her brand is awesome it speaks very highly of you and like i said before it's very professional so warning sign number four is do the brands even mesh you may work with fashion bloggers and design their blogs like that may be your thing and you love every second of what you do but a blogger who blogs about let's say fly fishing shoots you an email asking for an estimate Well, your brand doesn't really align with a fly fishing blog. I mean, you rock at designing fashion blogs and lifestyle food blogs because you are involved in that niche every single day. And it's okay to say no because their blog's brand does not align with your brand of your design company or whatever type of awesome company you run, but it is your company at the end of the day. So you make the rules and everyone else has to play by them. Please remember that. Make sure you mesh before you send over that estimate. Now, if you think, I know I don't typically do fly fishing, but I would like to expand my design skills then go for it. But if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you have every right to say no. Warning sign number 5. I just titled it jerkwad butt face. I got really mad one day. I mean really mad. One of my clients had chewed me out for something I could not control whatsoever, even after spending more hours than I should have trying to fix it with a third party company. I sat down at dinner with my husband and I just cried. I cried because I couldn't control what happened and I still got blamed. I hated that feeling. I started doubting myself as a business owner and I just called them a jerkwad butt face at the dinner table and I just sat in a pool of my own self-pity there were warning signs before i even took on this client i willingly took them on because i really needed money at that time honestly but was the money worth it no it was not worth it and no one deserves to be treated poorly or talked down to especially you so no matter the amount of money involved please don't take on people that are already talking to you in a way that makes you feel like you're less than what you are So from then on, I obviously set boundaries and had many happy clients after that one faded away, but I learned an extremely valuable lesson and what I learned was to set boundaries. Always, always, always look for the signs of a junkyard butt face client because they will bring you down faster than anything I know. So the last warning sign is personality issues. At times, I'm going to be honest, I can have a pretty strong personality. I'm the person that wants to be friends with everyone I meet and I talk kind of fast, I come on pretty strong, as I've been told before. So I'm the exact opposite of someone that's very quiet and shy and introverted. I'm very loud, obnoxious, and I'm an extrovert, which sometimes doesn't mesh with people. I've met clients though, and we had an immediate connection our initial meeting ended up being longer than expected and we both felt like we were friends by the end of it. I love stuff like that. I still to this day text those clients and ask how their businesses are going or how their husband's job is. I have been able to pray for my clients and get to know them on a more personal level. Only those that want that, obviously, but there have been times after an initial meeting with a potential client that we knew we just weren't a good fit and parted ways. It just happens, and that is totally okay. You're not going to mix well with everyone. You are you, and that's amazing that you are you. Anyone that doesn't find you agreeable may not be the best choice of a client. So now that we've covered the warning signs of a difficult client, I promised you that I was going to provide two different phrases that you can use to say no politely to these people that may be difficult to work with. So the first phrase is, Having looked at your situation, it seems like you're looking for something that's outside the scope of what we do well. I can see you're looking for blank, and that's not really our area of expertise. We tend to get the best results with blank, and I'm afraid this may not be the best fit for you. It seems like you're going to be better off with someone who can make magic with blank, and that's not really where we shine. I wouldn't be comfortable taking your money and knowing you're not getting our best work. Um, how amazing. You basically just turn someone down <laughs> in a really nice way. I love phrases like this. Okay, so phrase number two. It's a little bit longer. I'm just going to go ahead and read it anyways. So here it is. From our consultation so far, it looks like you're very committed to growing your business. I can see you're on the fast track and want to continue getting faster. From what you've communicated to me, it seems like you are only comfortable with a guarantee that I can get you results on what I consider to be an extremely aggressive time frame. And I know this has caused some issues with us. I find this very stressful, and it has reached the point where I don't feel that we're suitable working together anymore. I don't feel I can give you what you need, and I feel like our interactions are becoming increasingly combative. I would love to refer you to someone who could meet your needs more effectively, but to be honest, I know of no colleagues who could meet these deadlines. Okay, so that's the end of phrase number two. I found both of these phrases on ittybiz.com, and I loved both of these so much that I just had to share this with you guys. I love that phrase number two because it's very blunt but in a really nice way um i wouldn't be offended so what i'm going to do if you want to steal either of these phrases i am going to copy and paste both of these phrases into the show notes that you can find at marketbeautifully.com slash 05. I would love if you used these and for the phrase one, you can fill in the blanks to whatever you want. So I hope those do help in some way. So you may end up taking the client anyways. Girl, I've done that before too. But if you do, make sure to draw up a detailed contract and set their expectations before you even begin the project. This way you are protected and the client knows what is expected of them and any boundaries they need to be aware of. For example, some some clients who fall under this style is in the same category may ask for endless revisions and will never be content. This is when you need to include in the contract two rounds of the revisions. Any revision request after that will result in additional payments or something along those lines. Okay, so thanks again for listening to podcast number five. Good luck out there in the freelance world of clients and service-based products. I wish only the best clients to be magnetized to your brand and as always, market beautifully.